Welcome to the Chicago Golf Report Podcast, brought to you by ChicagoGolfReport.com, covering everything golf in Chicago. Our guest this episode is Michael Kaiser, Jr., who is managing the development of the Sand Valley Golf Course in Wisconsin near Wisconsin Rapids. Michael has been involved with building and managing multiple prominent golf properties, including Bandon Dunes Golf Resort in Oregon. So I guess let's start with um, we're talking about your Sand Valley project and, you know, its proximity to Chicago golfers and um, really the uh, the fact that it's kind of going to, it sounds like a groundbreaking project. So can you kind of give a little idea of uh, uh, where the idea of the Sand Valley uh, development came about and uh, about when did this, when did it all begin? Well, it started when uh, Craig Haltom discovered the property seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig had uh, lived at the home of golf in St. Andrews and was inspired to come home and find links uh, in Wisconsin. So he and his uh, wife took uh, weekend hikes exploring different potential golf sites and one cross he came across this property and uh, he knew immediately that it would make some uh, great golf land. So, um, you know, a few years after he discovered it, he reached out to us to see if we'd be interested in, in seeing the land. And, and um, I'm sure similar to his experience, within moments of walking on the property, we knew it was something really special. Um, it went, covered it went, when he showed it to us, it was covered in red pines. It had been for 80 years a red pine tree plantation. Um, and uh, and there was no ocean, as as you can imagine. So it, for us to uh, realize it, its potential, we needed to bring in the Field Museum of Chicago, who uh, checked out the property and uh, reported back that, in fact, there wasn't an ocean. It wasn't a, an ocean of water. It was an ocean of sand uh, and flowers and grasses, an ocean. Uh, an ocean called a sand barren didn't exist yet on the property. It had uh, previous to being a red pine plantation, and we needed to sell it. So that's what we've been up to, uh, restoring our ocean, the sand barren. So can you talk a little bit about how um, you and your family are uniquely qualified to handle this project and you know, sort of uh, give a little bit of a background on what you've done previously? Uh, sure, starting in... Uh, in, in Bandon, Oregon, uh, 1999, we opened uh, the first of uh, five golf courses, uh, Bandon Dunes uh, Golf Resort, um, designed by David McClay Kidd. Uh, it, the goal was to uh, hopefully get six or 7,000 people there a year, and uh, the first year uh, under the uh, general manager uh, 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 being managed by uh, Temper Sports and Josh Lesnick was the first general manager. The first year exceeded everybody's expectations. And uh, we quickly built a second course, which opened two years later, uh, Pacific Dunes. And that's uh, when we sort of discovered uh, the magic formula of one plus one equals three. Uh, One course is is a curiosity and two becomes a destination. So um, we've tried to replicate that model uh, with our involvement in Barnboogle Dunes and Water in Tasmania, Australia, um, which is owned by the the Sattler family, but which we were involved with from the start, um, 
now uh, with the second course uh, coming on board um, in the town of Inverness on Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, just finished Cabot Cliffs, uh, which will sneak preview play next summer and then open in 2016. And that brings us here. And, and um, you know, one interesting thing that ties all the projects together um, is they're really all restoration projects. You know, and that, we didn't necessarily set out uh, to do that, but every project uh, we've done, we've restored sort of an ancient, you know, habitat, which is ideal for golf. Abandoned, we removed the gorse and restored the native coastal dunes. Uh, at Cabot, we restored uh, a site to dunes from an old uh, coal mine. Uh, it was a coal mine property, and here we're uh, removing the red pine monoculture to restore this very beautiful uh, sand barren. So that's sort of where we've been, and and uh, that's what got us uh, to central Wisconsin. So then, Michael, when you're talking about uh, the key theme of this is uh, restoration, then so what what are some of the key criteria that you use to select the golf course architects, the people who will be in charge in this of this restoration? So well, so um, we have we have different teams involved. We have uh, a set of golf course architects, um, and, and Bill Corr and Ben Crenshaw are designing this course, and we also have uh, restoration people involved who will work with the architects to restore the um, you know the ecosystem. Um, so are, are you asking for the, the what we're looking for in the golf architects? Yeah, why don't uh, maybe let's talk about stay with Sand Valley then. Like what drew you yeah. to Core and Crenshaw? Well, we, you know, it was a site. Um, we knew they would be gentle, you know, with this site. I think a, a lot of people would be tempted to sort of blow out a lot of the, the smaller movements on the site and just focus on, you know, the real big dramatic uh, dunes. We knew they would, you know, respect uh, what the site, you know, gave them, and uh, and they've absolutely done that. Um, they're great at working with sand. They're they're great at building uh, courses that are fun to play. So we, we've worked with uh, Bill and Ben uh, several times now, and um, we just, we just knew that they they respect this very unique site. Um, it, it's as simple as that. Um, we have a great sand site. And, uh, and we knew they were they were up up to the job. So then, for Sand Valley, what are some of the key environmental concerns or issues that uh, Corn Crenshaw and your team have to deal with? You know, there, there it, this is a great project. Does I mean there are a few uh, environmental issues we had to navigate early on, but really it couldn't be uh, in worse of a state environmentally when we purchased it. It was a uh, a pine monoculture where there's no biodiversity or, or really any ecosystem of significance. So everything we do to the land, starting by removing all the red pines and then reestablishing the native uh, grasses and flowers is a plus. So, you know, the DNR and Fish and Wildlife have been extremely supportive because they understand that, you know, what we're doing is, is bringing back all these species who have been off the property for many decades. Um, so it, it, it's really exciting to uh, to build a golf course, but also to, to build, you know, the golf course might take 80 to 100 acres of turf, and we have, you know, 2,000 acres on the property that will be, you know, restored to something that's really rare uh, and really beautiful. So um, 
you know, I, I think the architects enjoy that, and we definitely enjoy it uh, because we're we're building, we're reestablishing an ecosystem that hasn't existed for 80 years. Okay, well then let's let's take a step a little bit further um, in the future. So I think you've listed that the your potential open time would be about 2017 for Sand Valley. Um, when the course is open and when what's what's the What's the kind of the audience that you're looking to attract uh, to Sand Valley? Well, you know, any uh, any pure golf enthusiast who loves to uh, walk, uh, you know, a, a core Crenshaw design. I, I think with one course, our audience really is sort of within that four-hour radius. I, I think we'll have a lot of Wisconsin golfers. I think we'll have a lot of people come up from Chicago. A lot of people drive down from Minneapolis, St. Paul. You got you know a big big community in Green Bay and Madison. So I think with that first course, we're really drawing you know locally and, and uh, in our immediate region. I, um, you know with that you know formula of one plus one equals three. As soon as we build and open that second golf course, I think we have the potential to start drawing people from um, you know a little further out, out outside of that radius and. and um, and get people traveling in, hopefully, you know, like we saw in Bannon, from all over the country to see, you know, a, a, a site that looks and feels unlike, you know, anything else that we've. Um, so I think year one, it's, it's we're going to draw people regionally, and uh, as soon as that second golf course is up and running, it's we hope to be a, a, a resort. Resort. Is the goal for Sand Valley to uh, eventually host any kind of competitive tournaments, especially considering you know what's happening or will be happening at Aaron Hills and then at Whistling Straits? Is is that on the the uh, the forefront, or are you keep trying to keep it more of a uh, like sort of like a destination? Yeah, it, it's not our goal uh, with, with the first course or with the second course, and and we're not really looking anywhere beyond the first first course right now. Pros, these pros are so good that in order to challenge them, you really need to make a golf course that is exceptionally difficult. And we like building um, courses that are uh, challenging to, you know, to a single digit handicap, but are fun to play for everybody. So the, the, the two don't really, um, don't really mesh. So, you know, our goal is, is to build golf courses that are fun for, you know, the 99%. And um, you know, one day we may explore, you know, doing doing something a little differently. But we've had a lot of success, and, and more importantly, a lot of fun uh, building courses that you know the average golfer can enjoy. Um, so it's not on our plans. We would love to host, you know, regional amateur tournaments and maybe even you know state amateur tournaments one day. But um, you know, the Open is not something that um, you know it's it's not a, a goal from ours from the start. You mentioned about uh, walking the course. Will Sand Valley be walking only? It will be a walking only golf course. You know, like Bandon, we will have some number of carts for people who just can't can't walk, um, and that number is um, to be determined. We're still trying to figure out that that right balance. A lot of it will, you know, have to do with the grass that we choose, and and. Um, you know, I'm really pushing for you know fescue fairways here, and uh, fescue just can't take uh, as much car traffic as some of these other other grasses. So it will be walking only, but we'll have uh, carts available for people who who can't do that. 
Uh, we're going to have a robust caddy program. You know, cat, supporting caddies and that caddy experience is, is something that uh, is really important to me and to my family. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to get as, as good a golf uh, caddy program as possible. So then uh, with this type of a property, then what are the goals or how are you hoping to use it? Do you have any other ideas uh, as far as Sand Valley during the winter time throughout the year? Are there, do you have any other ideas on what you could do with the property or you, is it going to be closed during the winter time? You know, uh, in year one, we're going to close it down. Um, you know, once we have that infrastructure of lodges in place, we're open to ideas. But to start, we want to stay focused on, on you know our, our core values, which we know, which is which is golf. But I could see in the future, you know, opening up a cross-country uh, trail system. You know, we're going to have we're going to have hiking and biking and horseback riding trails already on the property during the summer. So we could convert those into some uh, silent recreation winter winter sports as well. Um, so I could definitely see you know in future years. Um, trying to make this a, a year-round, you know, uh, destination for families to come up and enjoy the outdoors 12 months a year. But uh, it, that probably won't be the case in, in year one. Okay. Well, let's uh, let me finish up then on the business side. I have a few questions for you on that. Um, it, has it been decided is Kemper Sports going to be the management company for Sand Valley, or are you still investigating that? Yeah, we we've hired them uh, to. Uh, to manage uh, the Sand Valley Resort, and they will get you know more involved as we get closer to opening. But they've already been, you know, very very helpful. We uh, we have a long uh, relationship with them, and, and we think they're the best in the business. And we're excited to work with them again on this project. Will there be uh, lodging or hotels or anything nearby Sand Valley? Uh, there there will be. We're going to open um, you know with a, a few. Uh, rooms on the property. Uh, I'm also standing at a development site uh, about a mile from our property on beautiful Lake Petenwell, uh, and we're going to build a few rooms here on, on this stunning lake as well, and then let our customers decide which, which uh, they prefer. Um, so we're going to create a little uh, a, a test here and, and see what, what people prefer and then expand on, on what the, the golfers and their families prefer. Okay, and then in terms of attracting golfers to the site, do you have any plans on how you're going to promote Sand Valley or what audience you're going to reach? You mentioned local, you know, you probably get a lot of traffic in Wisconsin. Are you going to be promoting outside of the state or what's the philosophy with that? You know, we're, uh, the biggest thing we've done uh, to promote the golf course is to partner with 150 founders um, who have uh, helped us financially uh, build the golf course. And, and, and they're spread out uh, among Minneapolis and Wisconsin and, and Illinois, and they're really our ambassadors. Uh, you know, they're all uh, golf fanatics who, um, who are eager to spread the word on, on, uh, on what we're doing here. So that's, that's probably the biggest uh, push uh, that we're making, and, and besides that, the uh, you know the town has really taken on uh, the leadership role in, in uh, promoting what we're doing here, and they have been fabulous and fabulously supportive of our project from the start, and they're also getting the word out you know uh, through the just 
really informal channels. They're, they're excited about what we're doing. They're proud of their town, and they're uh, telling anybody who will listen what we're up to here in Rome, uh, Wisconsin. And then finally, are you, uh, in terms of promoting the course, I know you have, uh, I believe you have uh, a director of communications uh, for Band and Do. Do you envision yeah. having someone like that here locally, or what's the philosophy there? Well, you know, uh, BR, he's director of communications. He he manages that for, you know, Bandon and several other Kemper properties, and, and he's going to be leading that effort uh, on behalf of Sand Valley. Uh, will there be somebody on site uh, who, who works for uh, BR? That's, you know, to be uh, determined, but really BR's, um, BR is going to be leading that effort, you know, for Sand Valley. Okay, great. Um, and then... Uh, did you have any kind of goal in the, the final question? Do you have any goal as far as uh, uh, rounds per year or, you know, sort of a target number that you're hoping to achieve, at least with the first course at Sand Valley? Um, you know, it's always a stab in the dark. We just focus on building, you know, the best course that we can and uh, getting as many, many people here as we can, you know. Uh, I mean, we have we understand sort of what break-even numbers are, but you know our, our goal is not to break even; it's to thrive and get as many people here to enjoy the the property as possible. So, you know, in, in the first uh, first year, we, we'd be thrilled if we could get you know ten to fifteen thousand golfers here to experience Sand Valley and and uh, get a taste of Wisconsin and, and the local town of Rome. That that'd be a great starting point, and we'd uh, build it up from there. Well, uh, Michael, I appreciate your time, and I appreciate all the effort. I, I know everybody, uh, at least the bleeding into the Chicagoland area, is excited about Sand Valley, and uh, we look forward to it, and uh, good luck as you go forward. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for your time and for having me on, on your show, and uh, I look forward to having you and and, uh, and those golfers here to, to see it in person. Awesome. Well, great. Thank you very much, Michael. Take care. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye. This has been the Chicago Golf Report Podcast. Visit chicagogolfreport.com right now for exclusive discount offers, Chicago golf news, and in-depth event listings.